Welcome to the Center in the City podcast. I'm your host, Wade Brill, and during this series, I'll be interviewing various thought leaders, wellness experts, and humans on how they practice sustainable self-care and mindfulness. We'll get real and raw, talk about the light and the shadow side of self-care and mindfulness, and how we can actually stay centered amid the chaos and the hustle and bustle of our modern day world. So settle in and get centered. This podcast episode is brought to you by Centered in the City, a virtual on-demand self-care and mindfulness platform with over 200 different meditations, journaling prompts, nourishing recipes, and Pilates flows, all designed to support you feeling calm, focused, and energized as you live your life in this modern day world. For more information, head on over to centeredinthecity.org and claim your seven-day free trial. Welcome back to the Centered in the City podcast. So this month, within the Centered in the City community, we're exploring the energy of grounding. We're exploring what does it mean to ground? Why does it matter? Why do we want to pay attention to it? So let's settle into this episode and let's get centered. There is some research out there, and again, these are smaller studies and probably need more research on them, but demonstrate that grounding techniques support managing chronic fatigue, chronic pain, anxiety, depression, sleep disorders, and cardiovascular diseases. When I talk about grounding, it's really about us connecting to the earth's electrical charges. Right? Everything in our world is made up of energy, whether we are conscious of it or not. Even our thoughts, I've talked about this in many episodes before, everything has a vibration and an impact. And so when we can connect to the earth's electrical pulse and charge, it has been proven to be helpful techniques. You know, in some therapies, they use grounding blankets, so these like heavy-weighted blankets that they put on people to support with anxiety. And that sense of weight and earthing quality really helps people calm their nervous systems and create some inner healing. You might also see, you know, people doing what's called earthing where they take off their shoes and their socks and they walk around barefoot in the grass and really allow their feet to be connected to the earth, to nature, to the grass and find that healing sense of connection. Now as we're talking about it within the center in the city community, grounding is also this type of energy that connects us to our basic needs. So when we think about our sense of security, food and water, shelter, these basic human needs to be able to survive and function in our world. And so when we think about it grounding from not only this kind of electrical pulse sensation, but also from this mental, emotional, psyche sensation, we can get a holistic picture about how are we connecting to these basic needs in our life. In our modern day world, 
we are typically pulled away from the ground. And what I mean by that is we are living in homes or apartments. We wear our shoes or our socks. There's cement everywhere if you especially live in cities. We're sitting in chairs all day or cars. So there's little time in our modern day lives where we're intentionally connecting to the ground and the earth. We spend so much of our days in our heads, right? We're wrapped up in computers and our cell phones and we're trying to plan and we're ruminating on the past and we're trying to craft something and when we're in our head all of that energy gets stored in our head in a kind of a swirl in our mind and so we lose that disconnection to being present right where our feet are right on the earth because we get so wrapped up in all of the external noise so this month in February, we're exploring how can we holistically connect to this grounding energy from the way that we move to thinking about our meditation practice, to thinking about food, and to even getting clear on what are some of our basic needs and how are they being met right now. It's so easy in our modern day life to just go on autopilot, to just assume that everything's fine because we're alive, because we're waking up and we're going to sleep. And we're disconnected from really thinking about all of these different energies that make up our well-being, that help us feel a sense of balance when we are connected to these different types of energies in our system. And so for the next seven months, we're going to be exploring various energy cycles. If you've seen on Instagram, I've kind of given a highlight of what the seven months will look like. And so the first of those seven being grounding, right? How do we connect to this grounding energy? Here at Centered in the City, we obviously talk about centering a lot. And a huge piece of centering is grounding. Right? We need to feel and find ground within the chaos of life. And we can't do that unless we literally can feel the sense of ground beneath us. So I also like to think of grounding as just pausing. Like Where can we pause from the autopilot to just feel the present moment? Because when we are in the present moment, when we are connected to our feet, that is the present moment, not in our head, not in the future, not in the past. And so when we can practice the pause and find our feet, we are here, right here, right now, to what's available to us. And why we want to be present is because we have clarity. We can see the world a little clearer. We're not in the stories of our mind. We're not in the shoulds of society we are right here, right now, connected to our thoughts, connected to our feelings, connected to sensations. I personally try to ground throughout the day because I notice how emotionally reactive I can get if I am not being conscious of grounding. I shared this on Instagram the other day that adding grounding into various moments and transition moments is a really helpful pause for me. So that could be grounding the first thing I do. Like when I wake up out 
of bed to place my feet on the ground and take that moment to pause and connect, right? How often do a lot of us pick up our phones the first thing and we, again, get zapped into the spiral of what's happening in other people's worlds, comparison, all the things that we need to do today, all the things that we didn't do yesterday, judgments, right, criticisms. And so we get spiraled upwards into our mind. And so if we can just try not to touch technology and just connect to our feet in the present moment to be like, I am awake, I am here right now. And that can be a really helpful practice. Another grounding practice I love is to pause before I eat. My husband and I have created this ritual over, I would say almost last decade, of pausing to give each other a kiss and thank each other for dinner, for the help with cooking for dinner, to just look at each other in the eyes before we start eating. And it's a really beautiful pause that helps us ground into the moment, helps us both transition from whatever we were just doing to just being right here, right now with each other. And sometimes that sense of grounded presence lasts throughout our whole dinner and sometimes it lasts for only a few seconds or a few minutes. But that pause is just really helpful and it's also really helpful because it tells my body and my digestive system okay, I'm transitioning to eating now. And that's helpful because it kicks on the digestion to help create some you know, activation to keep the metabolism healthy and to let my body know that it's getting nutrients. You know, I know some people love to eat while they watch TV or while they're on their phones. And even though sometimes that's really fun and, and indulgent, to me it detaches us from the present moment. It detaches us from feeling connected to our bodies to pay attention and practice mindful eating. And if you're somebody who does that, I'm totally not judging your choices. It's maybe just something that you want to play around with of noticing how can you ground before you eat while you watch TV or are with technology and maybe notice what starts to shift if you add that pause into your mindful eating ritual. I also really appreciate grounding before I go on my coaching calls or before I'm facilitating a workshop or a speaking engagement. I need that moment to calm all of the anxiety and excitement that's swirling, right? It's all of this energy and to put it in the ground, put it in my feet so I can feel really present. So I can feel connected to my body. I can feel connected to the audience or my client. And I can speak from my heart instead of getting wrapped up into my mind and my thoughts of, am I doing a good job? Why did I just say that? What am I going to say next? Judging what other people might be saying, right? When I let that energy come to my head, it's distracting, it's disconnecting. And so when I can pull all that energy into the bottom of my body, my feet, my tailbone, like feeling really grounded, connecting to earth, it feels like I'm being held and I can be open, I'm more receptive, I'm more loving and ready for connection, which connection is just the beautiful essence of life. 
So why would I want to miss that if I can help it? Another practice of grounding is simply just being aware of where I am. So sometimes I am on a roller coaster ride, like an emotional roller coaster ride, whether I'm feeling overwhelmed, whether I'm feeling really overcaffeinated. And when that kind of windy energy is in my system, it's very distracting. I'm not able to focus it and and be intentional with the energy. So I'm curious if I pause here and ask yourself like where in your life could you use more grounding energy where would it be supportive for you maybe before you send an email before you submit a job proposal before you open your mouth in communication with somebody or in a meeting before you have lunch like just asking yourself where in your life is calling for more of this grounded, present, connected energy. And the next area to explore is like, okay, I found where my life now, how do I ground? I'm going to share a few resources here on the podcast, but if you're looking for more holistic ways to ground, I welcome you to sign up for your seven-day free trial at centeredinthecity.org if you're not already a member And join us as we explore these holistic ways that we get to play with energy and specifically this month, the energy of grounding. So on my wadebrill.com website, I have this mindful moment resource that says get centered in 30 seconds. And that's a really amazing free tool and resource that you can grab right now. I'll add it in the show notes. And one of the practices is standing up and finding your feet, and then gently bouncing the body. And when we bounce the body, we're able to kind of move and release some stuck energy. We're able to create some clearing and cleansing in our lymphatic systems, and we're able to kind of compost to the earth any of the shit that we're holding on to that's distracting us or draining us. And it gets us out of our head and into our bodies and into the present moment. So that's one of my most favorite practices to do, especially in back-to-back Zoom calls or as I'm transitioning to my desk at the day or at the end of the day or I'm just feeling like my butt is numb because I've been sitting so long, whether that's traveling or while I'm at my desk to just shake and and offer some vibrational release in the body is really helpful. Another helpful grounding technique is connecting to our breath. We know that our breath is available to us at any moment, at any time, as long as we are alive. And our breath is this tremendous tool that we don't use intentionally enough in our modern day life. One of the most simple breathing practices that I've done for over a decade that really helps me when I get into anxiety or I start to spiral in my mind is to breathe in for the count of five and breathe out for the count of five. Breathing in for five and out for five. 
and I bring my attention to my feet and I allow my feet to feel like sandbags, to feel this sense of heaviness. And that's so simple and I can do it for, you know, 10 seconds and I feel such a shift. Another one that we're practicing at Centered in the City is lying down meditation. It feels so good to lie on the ground and to feel just the connection to the earth and feel our physical body just release some of the weight that we're holding on to. And so I really welcome you to try it. If you've never tried lying down meditation, it's really powerful. And if you're nervous you're going to fall asleep, there's ways to support that and modify it so you don't. But I welcome you to play around with that. Like notice how that feels to lie down and be held by the earth, right? Again, most of the time we're sitting on chairs, on couches, on our beds. So just notice what does it feel like to really feel gravity. Another beautiful practice that I mentioned earlier was doing some barefoot walking. Obviously it's winter here right now in North America and in the Northern Hemisphere. But it can feel really good to take your socks off, to see your toes, and to feel the flesh of your feet on the earth, whether it's cold or warm. And just feel that sense of aliveness is really healing and healthy. And on Center in the City, we also have a walking meditation that I encourage people to do because it helps us feel that sense of groundedness even while we're in motion. So many other practices that we can explore that connect us to grounding, like really getting clear on what type of foods and nourishment feels grounding to you, to again, assessing your basic needs, getting financial clarity is a huge piece of connecting to grounding because in our modern day world, that's a link to a lot of security and a sense of being able to afford and have access to our basic needs. So when we get clear on all that and find balance, we can feel that sense of groundedness, which is so foundational to us being able to have various other types of energy in our life, to offer in more creativity, self-actualization, more space for love and connection, intuition. But it's harder to connect to those other beautiful energy types when this foundational aspect of grounding is not met. Right? When you think about a building, if the lobby, if the mezzanine, those first one and two stories are not structurally sound, it affects the integrity of the rest of the building. It creates instability. And so that's why we're really emphasizing grounding and that's why we start with grounding. So we can create this strong base, these strong roots that allow us to grow tall, that allow us to have this beautiful building that gets to stand bright in our cities, in our world. I'm curious to hear from you. What are some of your favorite grounding practices? What do you intentionally do to help you ground and transition, to help you feel more present and connected? Share with me and this community by reaching out on Instagram at OneWade and share your favorite grounding resources. And let's continue to inspire ourselves and each other to be practicing intentional grounding because we know that this world is so reactive, so 
full of electrical pulsation with everything happening in our environment, within polit- within our cultures. There's so much reactivity and the reactivity distracts us and disconnects us. And we want to be connected. We want to be present for each other so that we can all grow and be able to contribute. And yes, that sounds a little corny in this like utopian world, but that's what creates peace. And I think we're all looking for more of that. We all want to live in that world. So if we want that, we get to be the creators of that. Thanks so much for being here. And until next time, stay centered.